any week in NFL DFS when you break even, it's kind of like banging your sister. It's fun at first, but then it ends up really, really unsatisfying. I have to admit, it's been a little dry around the Roy household. Why don't you uh, tell your sister to give me a call? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. And we are reviewing week two. Or do we want to do that? I mean, it's kind of gross. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Find me on Facebook at Dennis M. Roy. For as long as I'm over there before I end up getting banned for whatever nonsense, because uh, Facebook sucks. Facebook sucks. Uh, we got a lot to go over. Um, we'll get through the games. We're going to go game by game. We're going to go game by game, uh, just kind of go over you know, performances and stuff like that, um, do it really quick, and then we are going to get into the injuries because we need to get onto our waiver wires. So <clears throat> we will start. As long as my computer loads up here. Uh, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee, uh, the 33-30 winner. Uh, our uh, cover boy did not do well. That would be one Derrick Henry. And why the fuck am I not getting a box score? Is that is that just how today is going to be? Is that just how today is going to be? Good gravy. Ugh. We'll start at the Jaguars side. Gardner Minshew looked, you know, relatively borderlish. Uh, 30 for 45, 339 yards, three TDs, and two interceptions. Uh, James Robinson at running back. If he is on your waiver wire, you need to get him. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week and actually in week one as well. Oh, my God, my charger cable for my phone sucks. Uh, 16 rushes for 102 yards and a touchdown. Uh, looked pretty good out there. Uh, didn't. Did a little bit in the passing game. Uh, caught three or four targets for 18 yards, so nothing really major there. Uh, DJ Chark, pedestrian, four for 84 yards. Uh, Keely Cole is a guy that I want you guys to really kind of, if you have deeper benches, uh, maybe take a shot on. Now I understand that Gardner Minshew is tossing it all the way around the field, uh, but we've seen in the first two weeks that Keely Cole has come up uh, pretty decent in the stat at least as a wide receiver four, uh, possible wide receiver three with six receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Switching over to the Titans side. <sighs> Talked about it on the podcast. I really wasn't on Ryan Tannehill because I was more on Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry had 25 carries for 84 yards. Very, very pedestrian. Didn't even get a reception. He was targeted twice, though. Uh, Ryan Tannehill w- was the big winner here, 18 for 24, 239 yards, and four touchdowns. Also had four rushes for 12 yards. So uh, if Ryan Tannehill's out there, 
scoop him up, especially two quarterback two quarterback leagues. He's gone. Single quarterback leagues, maybe take a shot on him, uh, especially if you had uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on your bench. I'm not trusting that high ankle sprain one bit. Johnny Smith was in the write up. At tight end, four receptions for 84 yards and two touchdowns on five targets, so that was good. Uh, Adam Humphreys, do not do not worry about Adam Humphreys. Uh, five for 48 and a, t- a touchdown. Uh, I think people will try to get him uh, in you know deeper leagues, but I'm going to kind of stay away there. Corey Davis, three for 36 uh, and a touchdown on five targets. He's the main guy until uh, A.J. Brown gets back, so we will – Definitely consider uh, one, uh, oh, God, Corey Davis. I can't believe I'm saying Corey Davis. It's like my brain just said, no, let's not talk and talk about Corey Davis here. Uh, next game on the docket is Tampa, uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa, the 31-17 to winner here. Of course, we know the big injury was to one Christian McCaffrey, uh, who went down with a uh, high ankle sprain. So he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Mike Davis is his replacement. Uh, if you're a McCaffrey owner, you have to get your hands on Mike Davis to replace him. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 33 for 42, uh, 367 yards at two. T- uh, I'm sorry, two interceptions. So I'm still not on Teddy Bridgewater. I might take a look at his receiving options here. Christian McCaffrey, before he left, 18 carries for 59 yards. Not very good there, but he did have the two touchdowns. It's a very tough tap of defense. Mike Davis only carried the ball once uh, for one yard, but he had eight receptions for 74 yards. Uh, Mike Davis is more of the pass-catching style running back, so uh, he fits into that role very, very well. That's why he's Christian McCaffrey's backup. Uh, Christian McCaffrey did finish four for 29 on five targets. DJ Moore, the big winner here at wide receiver, eight Eight, eight receptions for 120 yards, and Robbie Anderson was nine receptions for 109 yards. So DJ Moore, uh, go ahead, keep starting him. Robbie Anderson, yeah, definitely take a flyer. We talked about it last week. Uh, did not mind one um, Rodney Anderson. He's not going to be a direct starter, though. So just, you know, he's w- still a wide receiver four, wide receiver three. Tom Brady on the other side, 23 for 35, 217 yards and a touchdown with one interception. Uh, I believe he also had a fumble. Yes, he did. Uh, Ronald Jones had a fumble as well and was pulled. And in came one Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, 12 carries for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Ronald Jones, 7 for 23 and a touchdown. So we may see the switch to Fournette, so be very, very careful if you're a Ronald Jones owner. Hopefully you were able to get your hands on Fournette on this week. Now, receiving, we did say Mike Evans. We liked Mike Evans. Seven receptions, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, no real uh, secondary-type guy. Scotty Miller did not come through. Two receptions for 11 yards. <clears throat> keep him on your bench. Uh, keep him around uh, just in case we have uh, anything happen where uh, Chris Godwin regress- regresses. He did pass concussion protocol today, so that was good. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is still being a pain in our ass with five receptions for 26 yards. Uh, and, yes, you may drop Rob Gronkowski. He is worthless. Move on to Denver and Pittsburgh. Uh, Denver Broncos suffered a couple of injuries here. One to Drew Locke. Uh, 
sprained rotator cuff. He is out for at least two weeks, and then you have Cortland Sutton, who did uh, get diagnosed with a torn ACL as well. So he is out for the year. You go ahead and drop him. Jerry Judy's out there. I know Jerry Judy got hurt. Pay attention to that, but Jerry Judy would be the next guy in line. Uh, And then now you're probably going to see a little bit more of K.J. Hamler. Although he's a slot receiver, they're in desperate need. And I don't think that Tim Patrick or Deshaun Hamilton are really going to fill in that void. Um, Jeff Driscoll came in 18 for 34, 256 yards, two touchdowns and interceptions. So he did well there in relief. Uh, Driscoll would be nothing more than a streamer and not a very good streamer. But Driscoll can run, so that's one thing he does have going for him. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 19 19 carries for 70 yards. He was the main guy with no Philip Lindsay in there to really muck things up. Royce Freeman was his his backup here, 3 for 20. Uh, Cortland Sutton, before he left with a knee injury, was 3 for 66. So he was doing really well. Jerry Judy uh, had had been 4 for 62 before he left with injury, uh, leaving the door open for Noah Fant, 4 for 57 and a touchdown. Noah Fant should be owned everywhere right now. So... Moving on to Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh won this game, by the way, 26-21. I should have gotten that. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger is doing Ben Roethlisberger things. 29 for 41, 311 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, We had the James Conner, Benny Snell split, but it was more a James Conner full boatload roll. Uh, 16 carries for 106 yards and a touchdown. Uh, It was tough. Uh, Hopefully you started him out of necessity. So he didn't lose out on that. Uh, he also had two receptions for 15 yards as well. Uh, receiving guy, uh, we did have Dante Johnson, Deontay Johnson written up. Eight receptions on 13 targets. Highest target volume by far. Eight for 92 and a touchdown. Chase Claypool came in with a long TD catch. Uh, three receptions, 88 yards and a touchdown. Dynasty leagues definitely. Hopefully you can get yourself a share of Chase Claypool here. Uh, Eric Ebron is definitely the main uh, tight end option here. He's not somebody that I really want to pick up, but he's definitely somebody to monitor. Come on. All right, we had the L.A. Rams and Philadelphia Eagles. Rams the 37-19 winner. Uh, Philadelphia lost another offensive lineman, uh, Isaac Ciumelo. Come see you, Mellow. side, Jared Goff, 20 for 27, 267 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions, which is a big thing. And I do not know. He did not have a fumble either. Uh, we had injuries to both Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, although Cam Akers left early after going three for 13. Uh, we'll get to that later. Malcolm Brown was 11 for 47. And then Darrell Henderson came in and was... Fantastic, going 12 for 81 and a touch. Uh, Darrell Henderson also had two receptions for 40 yards. So he's going to be a guy that you're going to really want to look at on your waiver wire this week at running back, although I would still say Mike Davis is the guy, um, unless you're a Rams running back holder. Receiving-wise, Cooper Cup, 5 for 81. Uh, Tyler Higby, the big winner today or yesterday, five for 54 and three touchdowns. We called that one. Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, 
actually for bare minimum, four for 45 if you're on DK. I'll take that eight and a half points any day. Uh, let's take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz just looked absolutely atrocious, going 26 of 43 for 242 yards and two interceptions. I believe he also had a fumble as well. I'm going to go all the way down here. Oh, my God, where is it? Oh, no, he didn't. Miles Sanders was the only one. Um, but uh, did a little bit on the ground, though. He had two carries for seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rushing-wise, Miles Sanders looked good. 20 rushes for 95 yards and a touch. Uh, Boston Scott rele relegated to basically nothing. Uh, Miles Sanders also chipped in three receptions for 36 yards. Deshaun Jackson, the big winner, six for 64, if you can call it winning. Zach Ertz still being held kind of in check. You know, very pedestrian, five for 42. Uh, Dallas Goddard wasn't much better at four for 30. Uh, Jalen Rager did, was in there. He had four targets, four receptions for 41 yards. Um, not really interested in Philadelphia's offense right now. It's just not. It's not working. That offensive line is just getting worse and worse by the day. Miles Sanders, I think he still starts strong. It's Carson Wentz. If you have him, I'm probably benching him at this point unless we get a good matchup. San Francisco at New York Jets is pretty predictable. 31-13 uh, San Fran. Uh, we had a couple injuries here. One was to Jimmy Garoppolo. Had a high ankle sprain there. He's expected to still play through it. Uh, was 14-16 for 131 yards and two touchdowns before giving it up to Nick Mullins, who was 8-11 of 11 for 71 yards and a pick. Rushing-wise, you had Raheem Mostert, 8 for 92 and a touchdown, but he has a strip, uh, what is expected to be uh, diagnosed as a sprained MCL, which will keep him out for a couple weeks. Uh, Tevin Coleman was also hurt. I cannot remember what that injury was. It was some, uh, I can't remember if it was lower or upper. We'll get to it, though. Uh, he came in. He was 14 for 12 yards. And then you had uh, Jarek McKinnon come in and rush three times for 77 yards and a touchdown. So Jarek McKinnon is definitely a guy uh, you're going to want to pick up. Jeff Wilson will probably see some time. Uh, with Mostert and Coleman expected to both be out. Uh, Kendrick Bourne was the big winner at wide receiver, uh, four for 67. But the tight end, Jordan Reed, we talked about it. I was worried about the concussions. I'm surprised he made it through the game. But on eight targets, he had seven receptions for 50 yards and two touchdowns. So that was a very good call. Renner, Steve Renner actually went with that, um, which was fine. I said it was a good matchup. It was just I was worried about the concussion, whether or not he was going to make it through the game. So um, to each his own, to each his own. I don't know if we really need to go through the Jets here because Sam Darnold was 21 of 32 for 179 and a touchdown. Uh, rushing leader was Frank Gore, 21 for 63. Ugh. Uh, Receiving-wise, he had Chris Hogan uh, for 6 for 75, Braxton Berrios 6 for 59 and a touchdown. Um not looking at either player. I'm not touching any Jets. I don't care. As long as Kalen Blodge is on that roster, forget it. Forget it. Uh, now here's the big here's the big game. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo, the 31-28 winner over Miami. Um, I did like Buffalo's defense in this game. Did not come through whatsoever. Uh, but Josh Allen did. 24-35 for 417 yards and four touchdowns. Only had four rushes for 18 yards. So all through the air. It's very good. Devin Singletary, we talked about it. I had a little bit more hype for Singletary. 10 for 56. 
Uh, Zach Moss was eight for 37, so no slouch, but uh, Singletary was definitely better. Uh, Singletary also chipped in two receptions for 20 yards. Uh, your big uh, your big winner at wide receiver was Stephon Diggs, uh, 13 targets, eight receptions, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Let me get to this one here. John Brown, six for uh, six targets, four receptions, 82 yards, and a and a touchdown. You got extremely lucky if you played uh, Stephon Diggs, and I'm going to tell you why. It's all it's all cool in the gang. I'm glad some people won money by doing it. But the reason why Stephon Diggs got free was because Byron Jones went down four snaps into that game. Uh, Byron Jones is actually is their best cover corner, so it made the day extremely easy. So I don't want to burst your bubble. Just understand that, um, and that is something that we need to monitor anyways uh, when we're going against the Dolphins here because uh, Byron Jones is either going to be real gimpy with that groin or he's going to be out. So we get the backup corners in there. That's where we want to attack. So, and I think Miami, oh, shit. I think Miami, I have my schedules here. I don't know why. I think Miami plays on Thursday. So this could be fun. Yeah, Jacksonville at Miami. Uh, load up on your Gardner Minshew. Get your DJ Shark in there. Here's, here's, here's where DJ Shark blows up. He is going to blow up. Uh, but Miami on the other side was no slouch in this game. Uh, I think Jadavious White actually went out in this game too, but I didn't see him on the injury list. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 31-47, 328 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, that was good. I don't think he had any fumbles either. Nope. Uh, Miles Gaskin, we talked about it. Miles Gaskin was going to be the guy to get. Seven rushes for 46 yards, uh, 6.6 average. Matt Breida didn't do too bad either, uh, 7 for 37, 5.3 average. Uh, Jordan Howard, I don't care if he's getting these goal line touchdowns, you're going you're gonna to drop him. You're going to drop him and try to get better options here, all right? Receiving-wise, Mike Gazicki was the big winner. Uh, eight for 130 and a touchdown. Uh, he lined up. I did see a couple plays where he actually lined up he spread it out to the slot, and that's why he was getting targeted 11 times. Uh, the slot the slot, and the tight end was a little bit easier spots to uh, attack the Buffalo Bills. Isaiah Ford, 7 for 76. That's not too bad. I'm not looking at him. Devontae Parker did pretty well uh, for being banged up. 5 for 53 and a touchdown. You'll take that. Uh, Miles Gaskin again here. Uh, the running back was six for thirty-six on seven targets. So Ryan Fitzpatrick really likes Miles Gaskin. Uh, like I said, he has a little bit more juice. If Miles Gaskin is out there, I would definitely take a shot on him, uh, especially with Jacksonville coming up here. Now here's the big upset, and I don't know why this was such an upset. Um, if you do any pick them, especially over on Yahoo, Minnesota was heavily, heavily favored by. Uh, people here, but it was the Colts that I expected to come in and win uh, the 28 to 11 winners over the Minnesota Vikings in Indianapolis. And here we're going to go with Kirk Cousins 11 for 26, 113 yards, and three interceptions. That is gross. That is gross. As a, that is terrible. It's getting a lot of pressure uh, up the middle here. 
It's not a great offensive line. We've talked about this before. Uh, Dalvin Cook didn't do too bad, though. Uh, 14 for 63 and a touchdown. You'll take that. Uh, he was dominant. Uh, Mad- Alexander Madison only had three carries in this game, which is kind of light for him. Uh, Dalvin Cook also had two receptions for eight yards. Uh, the big winner here at wide receiver was Justin Jefferson, three for 44. Adam Thielen, the big loser, three for 31, eight targets. Can't wait to go look this over. Cannot wait to go look this over because I bet you he was missing him by a ton. It should have been a really good matchup for Thielen. That's a loss. Uh, Indianapolis side, you had Phillip Rivers go 19-25, 214 yards, a touchdown, and interception. There was a lot of hype on Phillip Rivers being a GPP quarterback, and I didn't really get it. So um, that's why you don't play Phillip Rivers. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, the guy that, are, that some people wanted to fight me on. Uh, sometimes you just got to look at the matchup and go with it. Jonathan Taylor, 26 carries for 101 yards and a touchdown. It was only a 3.9 average, um, but we'll take it. Uh, Jordan Wilkins is actually Taylor's direct backup. Uh, We talked about this one, too, that I expected Wilkins to actually be the backup, not uh, Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines is going to be more of your third down back guy. So you play Naheem Hines when they're mostly from behind. They're playing from behind. You expect them to mostly be playing from behind. Holy shit, I can't talk today. Uh, Allie Cox came in a relief of one um, Jack Doyle, uh, who did not play. Uh, five for 111 on six targets, so that's not too bad. Not too bad. We like tight ends who are playing with Phillip Rivers. Uh, Michael Pittman, also another big winner with the loss of one Paris Campbell, who they had run the ball once for seven yards and then got hurt. So fantastic job, uh, Colts. Michael Pittman, four for 37. He's definitely a guy that we're going to want to take a look at. Of course, I just dropped him this last week. Uh, so that works out perfect. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, we are not using T.Y. Hilton until he starts fucking showing something. Three receptions for 28 yards on five targets. Gross. You might as well be Zach Pascal, who went three for 19 and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor also had two receptions for nine yards. Naheem Hines had one reception for four yards. That was it. Oh, oh, oh. Here's the one that screwed me over. Script down, but it didn't work out in my favor, at least for the cash game lineups on uh, my cash game lineups on FanDuel. Uh, Packers beat the Lions 42 to 21. We'll go through the Detroit Lions here, who des- desperately need to get Kenny Galladay back, by the way. Uh, Matthew Stafford 20 of 33 for 244 yards and two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, weird start to this game because Carrion Johnson was in there. At the beginning, eight carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, basically split with Adrian Peterson, who only had seven rushes for 41 yards, uh, based on the fact that the Lions got down uh, relatively quickly uh, in the first half there. So uh, we had to, I had talked about it that I kind of like DeAndre Swift in this game. Uh, he went five for 12 yards, which is nothing, but in a receiving game, he was five for 60 there. So... If you have them, I think you still use them because this defense is just keeps getting losing pieces uh, left and right. So definitely, definitely, I would still continue to use DeAndre Swift if you have to. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, tight end, big winner here, four for 62 on four targets. 
Uh, Quintez Cephas with another three receptions for 54 yards, um, but only targeted three times this week. He was targeted 10 times last week. Uh, Marvin Hall was one for 24 in a touchdown. Marvin Jones, four for 23 in a touchdown. I just, I don't like Marvin Jones without any Kenny Galladay there. This is the problem. He, he saved your ass with that touchdown if you used him. Uh, Danny Amendola didn't work as a, uh, a cheap option, but he did have seven targets. Two receptions for 21 yards, but he had seven targets. So um, he was the most heavily targeted wide receiver out there on the field. So uh, I'd like to take a win, but it didn't come through. Oh, and I said to tack Shannon Sullivan, and Shannon Sullivan had a pick six. So that was great. Uh, Packers side of the ball, he had Aaron Rodgers 18 of 30 for 240 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. It's a really good stat line. It just didn't compare when I had Josh Allen, Matt Ryan, and Dak Prescott all written up. Killed me. Killed me. Killed Rodgers. What killed Rodgers was uh, Devontae Adams going down. Because once Devontae Adams went down, that's when they really started kind of slowing their pace on the pl- on the passing game. And that's when Aaron Jones took over, who I also liked. Um, Aaron Jones, 18 carries, 168 yards, and two touchdowns, a 9.3 average. I mean, you can look at Jamal Williams. He had eight carries for 63 yards. A.J. Dillon, oof, five for 17. Get out of here. Come on. Come on, A.J. Come on. Uh, leading the way receiving wise was Aaron Jones, was Aaron Jones again, four receptions, 68 yards, one TD on eight targets, uh, MVS came in three for 64 on seven targets. Alan Lazard, three for 45 on five targets. Uh, Devonte Adams before he left with the hamstring injury ended up three for 36, but then we had another tight end. <laughs> we had another tight end actually hit not one that I wrote up, but, uh, on three targets, Robert Tanyan had, Two receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown. He was bare minimum. He was bare minimum. He loves Robert Tanyan. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, but, I mean, as a Packers fan, it's like, all right, as long as you're scoring, I really don't give a shit. But it is what it is. Speaking of Matt Ryan, we're getting into the Dallas Cowboys come, back, come from behind victory over uh, the Atlanta Falcons, 40-39. to Oh, my God. What did they have? They were up 29 to 10. And then they were up 29-24. Man, that was just You got to get that onside kick. They had the onside kick at the end. Dallas recovered it and then marched down the field and kicked the field goal. Oh, uh, Matt Ryan was 24 for 36, 273 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. This Dallas defense sucks. Um, Russell Gage was 0 for 1. But that's because Julio Jones dropped the fucking sure 50-yard touchdown. Way to go there. Rushing-wise, you had Todd Gurley, 21 of 61 uh, for a 2.9 average. I, I, we talked about Todd Gurley before the beginning of the season. It just sucks. He's done. He's done. I mean, they're still going to use him, but he's done. Oh, my God. Brian Hill looked like he had a little bit more juice, but Edo Smith was actually the one who got the carries, 5 for 20. Uh, Brian Hill, 3 for 14. So I really don't know who the backup is. Brian Hill did catch a couple of passes for 11 yards. 
didn't have Todd Gurley in the passing game whatsoever. But the big the big winner at at receiver was Calvin Ridley. Uh, seven receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns on 10 targets. Uh, Hayden Hurst had his comeback this week, which thought I didn't write him up, though. Um, I don't believe. I don't believe I had him. I, I think he was my last cut. Was he my last cut guy? Yep, he was my last cut guy. That sucks. Five for 72 and a touchdown. On eight receptions. Again, tight ends versus Dallas. It didn't work out with Higby last week, but that's what I was looking at. Uh, Julio Jones, just a huge dud. Uh, Two receptions for 24 yards on four targets. Uh, Again, if he would have caught that 50-yarder, he would have rolled right into that end zone, man. Rolled right in there. Switch over to the Dallas side here. And he had Dak Prescott being the big winner here. Uh... 34 or 40. It, it, see, if I would have thought Dallas was going to be that far behind out of the gate, that's why I used him in GPP um, just to cover my ass on it. But uh, 34 or 47, 450 yards and a touchdown throwing. He did get hurt in the game. Andy Dalton came in uh, for a snap or for like one pass play. Um, and then Dak Prescott had five carries for 18 yards and three touchdowns. That's where all that's where all of his points came. So he had four total touchdowns, 450. It's not bad. Uh, Zeke Elliott was 22 of 89 for a touchdown. I should have had two, and Dak Prescott should have only had two. So um, CD Lamb, big winner here. We talked about it if you wanted to pay down uh, six for 106 and on nine targets. Amari Cooper was second. On the team with six receptions for 100 yards on nine targets. Uh, tight end Dalton Schultz filling in for Blake Jarwin. Nine for 88 and a touchdown on 10 targets. Um, this pretty much was all game script here. If you're tight end, if you need to get a backup tight end, though, pardon me, I would take a look at Dalton Schultz. Michael Gallup, man, two for 58 on five targets it's just gross zeke elliott though picked it up in the passing game uh six for 33 on seven targets so zeke is definitely the guy with saquon and uh uh, cmc out he is the man right now oh 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 why when i was on falcons at cowboys i clicked on falcons at cowboys again I'm not going to re-review re, re it. I'm not going to review the review. We're just going to move on to the New York Giants at Chicago Bears. Um, I can tell you right now, tw- uh, yeah, 17-13 winners, uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, Saquon was actually doing really well. He had seven rushes for 28 yards. So <sighs> he was going to have such a good game. That sucks. ACL Tarot for the year. I'm not I'm not looking at Deion Lewis or Wayne Gallman. Fuck that. I ain't mess with it. Look at it. That was a shit show last year. Uh Daniel Jones was twenty five for forty, two hundred and forty one yards and a pick. Uh so not good there. He also lost a fumble. Uh rushed three times for twenty one yards. And then he had Deion Lewis who rushed ten times for twenty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's he's too little. Too little. Uh, big winners at, uh, for receiving, Evan Ingram, 6 for 65 on 8 targets. Golden Tate, uh, 
was questionable all the way up till game time. Ended up playing five for 47 on five targets. Uh, Deion Lewis did get four receptions for 36 yards, so he kind of salvaged it. Darius Slayton was a big loser if you tried to use him. Uh, three for 33. That's just what's going to happen from time to time. He's a high flyer, high upside, low floor. Bear side, we, I had talked about that. I kind of liked Mitchell Trubisky, but not to a tune of 18 for 28, 190 yards and two touchdowns. That's gross. That's gross. That doesn't get us anywhere. I don't care what price. Uh, David Montgomery on the ground, three for 45 and a touchdown. Oh, that was through the air. My bad. On three targets. David Montgomery on the ground. My bad. Uh, was 16 of 82 uh, for a 5.1 clip. That's really, uh, I have to say, kind of missed out on David Montgomery. I still think that offensive line sucks. That's why I, I didn't want to go with it. They're going to have trouble with harder defenses, so wouldn't really buy into that too much, especially if somebody's trying to trade you David Montgomery. Uh, for a high-end wide receiver, you know, like a number, like a wide receiver two, something like that. Somebody might be doing it because um, you guys have CMC or you had CMC or uh, Barkley. Uh, definitely try to see if you can get your hands on Joe Mixon and buy it low. That would be my recommendation here. Uh, Darnell Mooney, three for 36 and a touchdown, targeted three times. Allen Robinson, three for 33, nine targets. Get the fuck out of here. That was a sure thing against this defense, and they fucked that up. They fucked that up. I don't want to look at this game anymore. Uh, afternoon games. Yay. I have not entered the target data yet for New England, Seattle. I'm going to do that after I get done with the podcast. So let's go. Cardinals, 30 to 15 winners over the Washington Douche Canoes. Uh, we'll look at the Douche Canoes side here. And Dwayne Haskins, 19 for 33, 223 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions, but he did have a fumble. Uh, Rushing-wise, he only rushed at one time for eight yards. Now, I did list Antonio Gibson as a value guy. He had 13 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. That would be 11.5 right there. I uh, did have a reception for uh, minus three yards, which sucks. So uh, basically got you 11.2. That would have been good for where he was at. So J.D. McKissick had eight. Eight carries for 53 yards, so he looked pretty good too. Uh, Peyton Barber only had one carry for one yard, so that kind of tells you uh, uh, what the real value of Peyton Barber is. Uh, Terry McLaurin came through uh, yesterday. I didn't have him listed, but uh, lining up with Patrick Peterson, if you get, we've talked about this one in the past couple of years too. Ever since he was suspended for the PEDs, um, we talked about it. Tall, fast, you know, elite, near elite style wide receivers. Terry McLaurin is near elite. He's not quite elite. Um, They can beat him, and they can beat him deep. So definitely don't be afraid if you see a Patrick Peterson on one of your stud wide receivers. We like those high flyers against him. Uh, Terry McLaurin, though, anyway, seven receptions for 125 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Steven Sims came in second. Uh, three receptions for 53 yards, uh, no touchdowns there. Logan Thomas, man, he had it was there. 
he missed he missed a touch he, they missed a touchdown connection in this game. He had nine targets, uh, four reception for twenty six yards. I still stick with that one. But as far as the value tight ends, he just did not come through. Uh, go to Cardinals. Kyler Murray was the big the big story to, on yesterday. 26 to 38 for 286 yards, a touchdown, an interception, uh, but he did have eight rushes for 67 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, quarterbacks that can run, probably can still use against Washington. Kenyon Drake, 20 for 80, ended up 28 for 86. We had we were having a discussion on where Kenyon Drake was, and um, didn't seem like they really knew how to utilize him. They utilized them. They tried to utilize him more of as as a closer, which was terrible. Uh, he did have two receptions for nine yards, but that's not good. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes through, eight receptions on nine targets for sixty-eight yards and a touchdown. Andy Isabella actually second here. Uh, pardon, got up too early. Not enough sleep. Uh, two receptions on two targets for 67 yards was for Isabella. Uh, Christian Kirk, two for 57 on four targets. Larry Fitzgerald, seven, seven for seven, 50 yards. Not looking at tight ends here. Fuck that. Cardinals offense is good. Cardinals offense is good, but only through Kyler Murray. Only through Kyler Murray. Casey at LA Chargers, man. SoFi Stadium. Had a freaking uh, overtime game here. Uh, Kansas City, the 23-20 winners. Harrison Butker kicked uh, 258 yarders. So if you're in a kicker league, you got Super Mondo fucking bonus points. Which is good for you, but you shouldn't be playing in a kicker league. Um, Patrick Mahomes, 27-47, 302 yards, two touchdowns. No interceptions. And I don't believe he had any fumbles. Nope. Uh, also had six carries for 54 yards, so he is running. He is running a little bit more. Uh, we saw that towards the end of last year in the in the playoffs on the Super Bowl run. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, very pedestrian, 10 for 38. Darwin Thompson, four for 21. Uh, Tyreek Hill was the big winner at wide receiver, five receptions, 99 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. Travis Kelsey also had uh, nine receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown. On 14 targets. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, six receptions, 32 yards. So he brought back a little bit of value here on eight targets. Uh, McCall Hardman and Demarcus Robinson, each with two and three receptions. Sammy Watkins went out with an injury here. So Sammy Watkins is out. McCall Hardman is back in play. Ooh, here's a gross game. Baltimore at Houston. Didn't like this one either. Baltimore, the big winner here, 33-16. Not fully unexpected. Uh, Didn't really like any of the Titans this week. Or Titans, uh, Texans, my bad. Uh, Ravens, you had Lamar Jackson, 18-24, 240 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rushed the ball 16 times for 54 yards. It's not all that great. Uh, Gus Edwards actually had the most carries this week. Uh, for 10 carries for 73 yards. Mark Ingram, though, had the touchdown at nine car- with nine carries for 55 yards. Sweet little 30-yard touchdown run there. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, two for 48. Uh, pretty much ripped that all off on one run. Receiving-wise, you look at Marquise Brown. Uh, five receptions on six targets for 42 yards. This is, ugh, this is gross. Boykin, 
Uh, Willie Sneed, Mark Andrews, one for 29. That is gross. Um, if you look at the running backs in the in the passing game, uh, Mark Ingram was targeted three times, got two receptions for 22 yards. J.K. Dobbins uh, targeted once for 13. Uh, Patrick Ricard, our little D-tackle slash D-N slash fullback slash tight end, had one reception for one yard and a touchdown. So hopefully you got on that Patrick Ricard train. What are we talking about? Oh. Uh, other side, Texan side, you had Deshaun Watson, 25 of 36 for 275 yards, touchdown and interception, uh, five rushes for 17 yards. I still used him in seasonal just because a lot of times you get caught with your pants down uh, when you're trying to change it out. So I just didn't bother there. David Johnson, running back, had 11 carries for 34 yards. Uh, two receptions on four targets for 16 yards. Big winner at wide receiver was Brandon Cooks, uh, 5 for 95. Randall Cobb, 5 for 59. Uh, tight end Jordan Aikens, uh, seven receptions on seven targets for 55 yards. But Darren Fells uh, had the touchdown along with two receptions for 23 yards. So uh, still can't trust any of the tight end there. But Jordan Aikens, Jordan Aikens really is kind of the – his boo. Sunday night football game at New England at Seattle. Uh, surprisingly, a little bit of a barn burner. Um, we can definitely say that uh, the New York New England Patriots are definitely missing uh, having a decent linebacking core. Uh, just is not good at all. Uh, but Cam Newton came through 30 for 44, 397 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Also had 11 carries for 47 yards and two touchdowns. So that's where he's going to make his hay. It's going to make it on the ground. It's going to hurt all these running backs like Sonny Michelle, 7 for 19. Rex Burke had 6 for 2. J.J. Taylor finally got some action. One uh, carry for minus one yard. Julian Edelman, by far and away, the winning wide receiver uh, for that whole entire game. Eight receptions on 11 targets, 179 yards. Demir Bird came in second with six for 72. Uh, I was split between him and uh, Nikhil Harry, who also had eight for 72 on 12 targets. Uh, Rex Burkhead was the passing down back, four for 47 there. Uh, tight end still not messing around with them. Not messing around with them in New England. Not going to mess around with the ones in Seattle either, which... Uh, Russell Wilson went off again, uh, 21 for 28, 288 yards, five touchdowns, technically six because the interception that he threw went for a Patriots touchdown. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Rushing-wise, he had Chris Carson, 17 carries for 72 yards, 4.2 average. So get a good, strong running game against New England. I think we can use him. Uh, Russell Wilson also chipped in five rushes for 39 yards. Carlos Hyde, five for 22. Uh, Travis Homer then kind of finished it off, three for 21. Receiving-wise, this is why you never sit down DK Metcalf because even in a bad matchup, he is he's approaching elite status, okay? Four receptions on six targets for 92 yards and a touchdown. Burned Gilmore. Just, just muscled his way past. 
Uh, Tyler Lockett had seven receptions on eight targets for 67 yards and a touchdown. Uh, David Moore, three receptions, 49, 48 yards and a touchdown. Chris Carson had another receiving touchdown, this time three for 36 and a touchdown. And Freddie Swain, one reception, 21 yards and a touchdown. So that's our game review. Let's go through the injuries here and let's see what we're going to do for waivers. Uh, you can go away. We're right here. Come on. Come on, mister. Let's just reload the page. How about that? And then I'll just sit here and talk. Mumble on. Drink a little coffee. Why is this stalling out? And I just hit my fucking arm. All right. Well, while we're waiting for that, let's just uh, go through the write-up. We'll just go win-loss here. Lamar Jackson, lost. Josh Allen, win. Aaron Rodgers, mm, loss. Matt Ryan, win. Dak Prescott, win. Tom Brady, loss. Running backs, Zeke Elliott. I'm going to take a win on that one. Derrick Henry, loss. Austin Eckler, loss. Assholes. Asshole fucking chargers. Oh, we never even got to that charger side. Um, why don't we do that while we're right here? Um, chargers did uh, really, really well, considering the fact that Tyra Taylor was a surprise scratch. Uh, and then they had the rookie Justin Herbert come in, uh, who was 22 of 33 for 311 yards, a touchdown and a pick. A really bad pick, to be honest with you. Uh, but he did rush four for 18 and a touchdown. Your running backs, Austin Eckler, 16 of 93. So he had a 5.81 average. So remember, running backs, especially ones that can receive. Uh, four for four, 55 yards, which was good. It was a 12% target, uh, target uh, percentage. Uh, but Josh Kelly did get a hell of a lot of work. Uh, 23 for 64, 2.78 average, though. Uh, had two receptions on three targets for 49 yards. It was a 9% target rate. Uh, Keenan Allen, 7 of 10 for 96 yards. No touchdowns, 30% target rate. So the rookie really likes him there. Uh, Mike Williams, 2 for 4 for 14, 12% target rate. Uh, he dropped, I don't know, I don't know if it's all his fault. It was a pretty contested catch, but Mike Williams um, dropped a touchdown. But I'll tell you what, Jalen Guyton didn't. Uh, one for two, uh, 14 yards and a touchdown. Uh, nothing for Joe Reed. Uh, did have a rush for eight yards. Nothing for Jason Moore and nothing for K.J. Hill. We look at the tight ends. Hunter Henry, uh, six for eight, 83 yards. Talked about it, Henry and Eckler, man. Uh, 24% target rate. So it looks like the offense is still going to run the exact, almost the exact same way here um, as it did before. Why? Why are you over here? What is going on here? Oh, boy. Any which way. So we'll go through the injury report here. Uh, this will include defense and Offensive line and all that there. Uh, Nick Bosa, Deanne for the San Francisco 49ers, expected torn ACL. Uh, so the defense is getting even weaker. They're supposed to bring in uh, Ziggy Ansa for a visit and sign him. So at least they're going to get some kind of a replacement there. Saquon Barkley, torn ACL for the Giants. Uh, we're not going to look at either Deanne Lewis or Wayne Gallman unless we absolutely have to. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, high ankle sprain. He's going to be out anywhere from... 
they expect like four to six weeks. Um, I expect a second opinion on that, though. Um, so we'll see. I don't want him to come back any earlier, though, to be honest with you. I'll take the four years on that one. But uh, Mike Davis, definitely a guy to get. I would go on him. If you're a McCaffrey owner, you're going 30. Um, otherwise, I might try to get him at 20, 25%, see if nobody's paying any attention. Drew Locke, sprained AC joint. Um, I thought it was a rotator cuff. That's two different ones that I've seen. It's one of the two. Uh, Cortland Sutton, torn ACL, droppable. Uh, like I said, uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, if Noah Fant is definitely out there, then you're going to you're gonna go for Fant. Um, KJ Hamler. Uh, so I'd probably go Fant, Judy, and Hamler, to be completely honest. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain, should be playing. Uh, but we're going to back off from this offense just a little bit. Uh, Devontae Adams' hamstring. Uh, I heard a report this morning that it wasn't that bad, so I'm not really too worried about this. Um, But Alan Lazard and MVS should both be uh, on teams here, and I would probably go maybe 10 to 15%. Tavon Young, cornerback for Baltimore Ravens. He is gone for the year with a knee injury. Uh, Malik Hooker tore his Achilles tendon. He's a safety for the Indianapolis Colts. So, but he can't remember. Oh no 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 no, Malik Hooker. Yeah. So they're going to be weak weak on the back end middle. Uh, Brandon Scherf, the guard for the Washington Douche Canoes, hurt his knee. Um, and from all reports, it is not it has not been good. Um, they think, I believe, that he just sprained it. They're hoping he didn't tear it, but we'll have to see there. Uh, talked about Byron Jones, cornerback for Miami Dolphins. He had a groin injury. That's going to at least keep him out for a game. A game. Uh, Raheem Mostert got lucky, sprained MCL. Should miss probably about two weeks. Uh, Tevin Coleman also had a knee injury, but they're being kind of quiet on that one. Um, so Jarek McKinnon is definitely the guy to pick up there, especially if you had Mostert. Um, for McKinnon, I would probably spend about 15 just because you're still going to have to contend probably with Jeff Wilson in there. And Jeff Wilson was more of the goal line back um, when everybody was hurt. So be careful with it. Just don't spend too much on it. Tyrod Taylor had the chest injury. Uh, said he had trouble breathing. Uh, Anthony Barr, linebacker, inside linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings, had a shoulder injury. Uh, apparently, it is. Uh, they're expecting this one to be real severe, which you know serves them right for breaking Rogers' collarbone a couple years ago. Brandon Linder, the center for Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, had a knee injury. They're hoping it's not anything major to have him miss time. Isaac Siumalo. The guard for the Philadelphia Eagles has a knee injury. Uh, probably going to be out for a game or two. Paris Campbell, wide receiver for the Colts, knee injury. Um, out indefinitely with a PCL. PCL. Uh, Caleb McGarry, right tackle for the Atlanta Falcons, sprained MCL. Uh, so he'll be out for a couple of games there. That's going to really hurt the running game. So I'm not going to focus on that whatsoever. That happened in the fourth quarter, I believe. Uh, Bruce Irvin, DN for Seattle uh, Seahawks, has a knee injury. 
Uh, expected to sideline him for a couple of weeks. Uh, Joe Notebloom, or Noteboom, uh, offensive guard for the LA Rams. Uh, he had a calf injury, so we don't know how bad that is, if it's a pull or a tear. Uh, Will Fuller had a hamstring injury. We already talked about that one. Uh, Corey Lindsley, center for the Packers, uh, left late in the game. Uh, it's a it's something with his hand. They're, he's expected to be back next week uh, for next week's game, so that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, Brish, uh, wide receivers Brashad Perriman and Chris Hogan for the Jets. They both left. Uh, Perriman with an ankle injury, Hogan with the ribs, and then uh, offensive lineman Connor McGovern had another had a groin injury. So uh, top weapons, top weapons right now uh, versus the Colts: Frank Gore, Chris Herndon, and Braxton Berrios. Gross. So yeah, Cowboys had lost Tyron Smith before the game. Their left tackle. Uh, they also lost cornerback uh, uh, Chidobi Awuzie. With a hamstring on the final drive, uh, right before the final drive. Uh, Titans lost Malcolm Butler. Oh, no. Malcolm Butler missed practice. Dory Jackson on IR. Jonathan Joseph with a leg injury. Um, he left and didn't come back. So it's pretty tough. Pretty, pretty tough. All right. Pickups Mike, Mike Davis. Uh, Deion Lewis slash Wayne Gallman. I'm going to stay away from that. Darrell Henderson. Uh, man, they're looking at like 45.7. Huh. Uh, Devonta Freeman, who is a free agent, um, is expected to visit New York. It might be worth a pickup, especially in a deeper league. Uh, talked about MVS, Alan Lazard. They need to be carried. Uh, Corey Davis, if you picked him up, just keep him. You don't have to use him necessarily. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, we talked about. Russell Gage um, would have had a, a pretty damn good game for his price if he would have hit that touchdown pass to Julio Jones. Uh, Miles Gaskins routing back for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, probably get him for about 15%. Josh Kelly you can get for cheap, less than 10%. Uh, McCall Hardman with Sammy Watkins out? I don't know. I don't know. If you don't own Mike Gazicki, you should. Johnny Smith, if you don't own Johnny Smith, you should. Uh, Jordan Reed, I think you can take a shot on. Dalton Schultz, you can take a shot on less than, you know, probably about 5% of your budget. Ryan Tannehill should be on, on rosters. Should, should uh, Gardner Minshew and Joe Burrow. So... That's going to conclude Monday's edition of the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, hope you learned a couple things, and uh, trust me, I lost Saquon in one league. I lost CMC in another, so we're going to be struggling through this together. Um, but if there's anybody that you want to trust in situations like this, it's me right here. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs>